0: Welcome to Lessons Learned and Lessons Shared, with yours truly, Lady Contessa, CEO. Now that we're here together, let's get into these letters, gotta share everything I wrote. We're talking about giving inspiration to real life situations, just everyday lessons you
1: Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Lessons Learned and Lessons Shared with Lady Contessa CEO. I want to share with you a belief that I hold firmly, one that might not be agreeable with everyone, and that is I strongly advocate for the implementation of term and age limits for elective officials and the abandonment of the lifetime position in the Supreme Court. This is not about targeting specific individuals or undermining their capabilities, but rather about promoting a system that encourages fresh perspectives, accountability, and the collective interest of all citizens. So let's get into the reading of the letter entitled Ensuring a Brighter Future, the Need for Term and Age Limits in Politics. Firstly, let's consider the idea of term limits for elected officials and appointed officials. As it stands, some politicians have been in office for decades. And while some may argue that their experience is valuable, this can also lead to complacency and a disconnection from the realities of the majority of citizens. These elective and appointed officials do not retire. Okay, they do not retire. They basically have to die out. By imposing term limits, we can prevent the entrenchment of power and the creation of career politicians. Fresh face with innovative ideas and a genuine desire to serve the public can bring new energy and enthusiasm to the political landscape. Moreover, term limits can help curb the influence of special interests and reduce the temptation of corrupt practices that can arise when politicians prioritize their reelection over the welfare of the people they represent. Shorter terms could incentivize officials to focus on meaningful and lasting change rather than short-term gains or popularity contests. Secondly, age limits in politics may be a controversial topic, but it's crucial to consider the impact of cognitive decline and out-of-touch perspective. While age can bring wisdom and experience, it can also result in an inability to adapt to the ever-evolving needs and challenges of our society. As such, I propose a maximal age limit of 70 years for elective and appointed officials. By setting an age limit, we can ensure that our representatives maintain mental agility, stay well connected to current realities, and effectively address the concerns of all generations. Take the Supreme Court as an example. A lifetime appointment might have been envisioned to shield justices from political pressure, but the unintended consequences is that some may remain in their position well past their prime, resulting in decisions that might not reflect the values and aspirations of our contemporary society. By introducing term limits for justices or imposing retirement age, we can maintain a dynamic and responsive judiciary that better aligns with the times. It's essential to emphasize that this proposal is not an attack on individual dignity or capability. Rather, it's about acknowledging that the need of our nation are ever changing, and we must ensure our governance adapts accordingly. By limiting terms and ages, we create a system that is more inclusive, forward thinking, and responsive to the demand of all citizens, regardless of age, background, or political affiliation. Imagine a political landscape where elective officials come and go, serving with passion and dedication while the wisdom of experienced elders is channeled into advisory roles and mentorship. This setup fosters a healthy balance between continuity and progress, allowing us to build a brighter future for our children and grandchildren. In conclusion, my belief in term and age limits for politicians and the end of lifetime positions in the Supreme Court is founded on the idea of fostering a more vibrant and inclusive democracy. By championing this cause, we open doors for new leaders who bring fresh ideas and renew commitment to public service. We enable ourselves to tackle the challenges of the modern world with a clear and unclouded vision guided by the shared interests of our citizens. Together, let's work towards creating a political system that truly serves the people and ensures a brighter future for generations to come. Anyway, thanks to Trio for tuning in to Lessons Learned and Lessons Shared Podcast with Lady Contessa CEO. I hope this letter has been enlightening and valuable to you. Your support means the world to us, and we look forward to continuing these enriching conversations together. Be sure to subscribe and or Follow if you feel inclined to do so, and know that your feedback and thoughts are always welcome. And i raw uh, come back to visit me when you can, old kiddo. Until we meet again, love. Ta-ta.
0: You're tuned into Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared with Lady Contessa, CEO. Hope you're ready for a lesson, because there's plenty to learn. Every day is a lesson. Take the time to learn what you should know Every day is a blessing When you can understand what you need to grow Life isn't easy But it teaches us in many ways it's true So when you share an experience I get to learn a lesson straight from you Forever a student in this thing called life you always learn
1: Y'all, welcome to another episode of Lessons Learned and Lessons Shared with Lady Contessa CEO. I want to delve into a topic that I believe many of you, especially those in healthcare or nursing professions, might find intriguing and relevant. It's about the delicate balance between being a nurse supervisor and maintaining friendship with your subordinates. This is a subject that requires careful consideration and is often fraught with challenges, as I recently learned from a conversation with a woman who found herself In a nurse supervisor position at a hospital. So let's get into the reading of the letter entitled Challenges of Being a Nurse Supervisor and Friend. As a nurse supervisor, the responsibility to lead, guide, and make important decisions for the nursing team falls upon you. It's a position that demands impartiality, fairness, and the ability to prioritize the well-being of both the patients and the entire nursing team. While it's essential to build a strong working relationships and foster a positive work environment, it is equally crucial to maintain a certain level of professional distance. In my conversation with the nurse supervisor in question, she shared her experience of trying to be friends with her fellow nurses while simultaneously carrying out her supervisory duties. She wanted to be approachable and supportive, but she soon realized that blurring the lines between friendship and supervision had unintended consequences. Some nurses began to expect preferential treatment, seeking to avoid difficult duties or secure special treatment in terms of scheduling and time off. When she couldn't always fulfill their request, they became upset And this created tension and a sense of unfairness among the nursing team. It's natural for employees to look out for their best interests. But as a nurse supervisor, it's vital to make decisions based on what's best for patient care and the entire nursing team. To be clear, there is nothing inherently wrong with being friendly and forming connections with your nursing colleagues. In fact, a positive and supportive work culture can lead to increased teamwork and job satisfaction. However, as a nurse supervisor, you must be aware that the dynamics can change when you are in a position of authority. So, how can you strike the right balance? Number one, set clear boundaries define your role as a nurse supervisor and communicate it clearly to your team let them know that while you value camaraderie you will prioritize patient care and fairness in all decisions number two practice consistency base your decisions on professional criteria and be consistent in applying policies and procedures this will help create a sense of fairness among the nursing team. Number three, open communication. Encourage an open door policy where nurses feel comfortable discussing their concerns with you. This will help build trust and transparency. Number four, seek feedback. Regularly seek feedback from your nursing team and listen to their suggestions and concerns. This will demonstrate that you value Their input while maintaining your position as a leader. Number five, lead by example. Show professionalism in your interactions with all nurses. Treat everyone with respect and fairness, regardless of your personal relationship with them. Number six, supportive environment. Foster a supportive work environment where all nurses feel valued and encouraged to provide excellent patient care. Recognize and reward achievements impartially. And last but not least, number seven, personal growth. Encourage personal and professional growth for all nursing team members, including yourself. This can help minimize feelings of favoritism and inspire a collaborative atmosphere. In conclusion, being a nurse supervisor is no easy task, and navigating the balance between friendship and leadership can be challenging. But by setting clear boundaries, practicing consistency, fostering open communication, and leading by example, you can create an environment where everyone feels respected and valued. As nurse leader, your ultimate goal should be to support your teams in providing the best possible patient care and achieving collective success. Anyway, thanks to Tria for tuning in to Lessons Learned and Lessons Shared Podcast with Lady Contessa CEO. I hope this letter has been enlightening and valuable to you. Your support means the world to us, and we look forward to continuing these enriching conversations together. Be sure to subscribe and or follow if you feel inclined to do so, and know that your feedback and thoughts are always welcome. I rock. come back to visit me when you can, okie okay, doke. Until we meet again, love, stay inspired, and keep leading with integrity. Ta-ta.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared with Lady Contessa, CEO, where we always have a lesson for you. See you next time. Every experience is a lesson learned.